Welcome back, everybody. We've got Bobby on the line here. We're going to talk about a subject that he probably doesn't know anything about, so he may have to make up a few things, okay? Bob, we're going to talk about everyone's favorite topic, failure, and the fear of failure. Okay. Well, this yeah. is obviously something I, you don't know anything about, right. never having failed mm-hmm. at anything in your life, okay, no. in any way, shape, or form. I but think... how much does fearing failure... Um, paralyze us as creators it can it can very much so i don't ever seem to have that problem because i always feel like if you don't throw it against the wall it's not going to stick and it only sticks maybe once out of who knows 10 15 20 times but you're never going to be successful without taking a chance on failing so as my wife my family my business partners will all tell you i have no problem taking that chance or that fear as long as i'm in control of the process and and I can learn from the failures. Um, but I know many creators out there who will not take that step forward. They dabble in this, that they do that, but they don't jump into it hardcore because they don't want to fail. So my question to them is always, how can you be successful if you don't take a chance on possibly failing? Well, it's, you know, some of these things can be, you know, like, an aphorism you heard, you know, try, try again. Okay. Mm-hmm. You people will tell you, well, you just have to fail X number of times, you know, but it's hearing that very simple advice does not really bring it home to what it's actually like to go through these. Okay. Um, you have, and what's one of your unique gifts is no, you are, will go after something over and over and over again. And no one, really knows the number of times something didn't work out okay people only really pay attention to the times when something does work that's all they ever hear about okay Mm -hmm. and so to actually put that into your own life okay it's really hard because people really are putting a lot of their self on the line and on a creative project and if their creative project is rejected they feel like they are personally being rejected and that's not an easy thing to go through I, and I, I understand that. I've been there myself. We do take it personally because these characters and these stories are, are us. You know, um, they are what we've created. But you've, I think that's where the difference is. You've got to separate yourself from the project and say, but it's just a business or it's just a project. And maybe that direction didn't work. What can I do with it and tweak? Here, here's an example. I've spent the past... Gosh, a lot of years, just don't go counting them, publishing all, comics off and on in between other projects and other businesses that have succeeded or failed. And But I keep moving on. I'm going to have time. I'll put together projects. In the process of that, I have created a universe. That includes the Blood and Roses, the Storm Quests, the Tempered Steels, the Savage Family, all those. At this point in my life, in this point in the comic industry, I know there's no way I could and successfully publish a universe of characters. So learning that from failing by not getting all the issues out that we submitted because we didn't get orders or it wasn't successful with a creator who committed to draw something, um, even sometimes taking the money and not fulfilling, I learned and I'll be doing this summer a Kickstarter for a single title. I rewrote Everything I had, because I learned I can't do all these into a single crisis-type story would be the proper way to put it. Um, it's called Paradox Wars. 
And I get to play with all these characters again in one uniform story. So I took all those failures, all those trials and errors and attempts, but I didn't let them stop me. I still create, I still work forward, I move. Um, I've had several false starts with this because of business or family or health. So I, I just keep moving forward with it, though. You, you know, I never let it beat me down. But I do know guys who can't seem to get out of the starting block. And I, I have a problem with that because I, I don't feel like I'm that way. I might have a day that I feel like that way or a couple of days, but I seem to rebound pretty quick. I don't understand that going on and on and on. Well, it's actually good that you don't understand it okay, in a way, because <laughs> if you did, you might feel, be thinking the same way almost. Okay. And um, to help other people to get past that and to look at that, well, Bob, every time you had a quote, you know, failure, okay, mm -hmm. and I'm using that in the broadest possible sense, not merely meaning that you failed at something, but uh, well, it I didn't did. go the way you wanted it. It didn't achieve every goal that you wanted. But did you learn thing, something from? That's what I'm getting ready to say. Every one of those, I learned something either on a business end, on a market end, on personal end, on working as a studio or with other creators. I took whatever I learned from that. Um, what's the market changing? Um, currently, I am going to be working on building my audience for my creator stuff. Um, a little hard to do because I have nothing out there. I'm not a Marvel artist, DC artist, image artist, nothing out there. So it's a little harder for me to do than, say, a one of those bigger artists who has a fan following who then they can take to Kickstarter or, some, or Indiegogo and, and do a project. I've got to build a core audience starting from scratch. I've got skills or I know people with skills that we can pull together a very professional project. But each one of those failures, I've taken you know something from and worked on trying to fix it. Is this going to be the right? Is this one, this next project for me is going to be it? Who knows? I will learn from the failures of this one. I think we, every project you fail in some way, but you got to learn from it. And probably failing isn't the way to put it, but every project you should learn something new. How about that? And well, um, I also like that you brought it, what you were learning, not only um, business, marketing, creative, but also personal. Like, each time how does this affect me personally and how do i you know change tracks get back on track okay uh, put my efforts into a different area okay how do i take what i've learned and keep going forward not necessarily if you hit a dead end turn around okay don't right. keep trying to go into that dead end and some people want their success to be in one way only this is exactly what i want in this direction and if that direction is blocked you got to go someplace else now, i've been there um one of the things i've changed on this project is that i have about a dozen 13 comics that i've published over the years with all these characters in it and this week we just started discussing you know what the they're not selling much on comicology they're not selling much on any of the the digital fronts so we're going to give them free. You don't have to sign up for nothing. You just go where, where we posted. I'll put them on my Facebook page. You can go read these books for free. Why am I giving these books away? Because I want you to get invested in these characters so you'll jump into my Kickstarter. So this is something I learned that there's value to these books. And by getting them in the way, am I 
degrading the value? No, I'm using the value of those books to push a future project. So it's there. I, I've taken, I've tried it different ways, and now I'm going to try it in a new way. I learned from past not successes, um, failures, and why not? You've got to try different things. So having a, a fear of failure, it's just, I, I don't well, know. I have a good friend who it just seems like takes him forever to get rolling on something and rolling on something. And I'm constantly like, come on, you just got to get going. Do one little step. Okay. Baby steps, well, I think, is huge for people. Well, we're using failure as a launching point for the discussion, but every project is a combination of success and failure. There's, yes. It's not one or the other. No, it's not. I mean, you may have put together your best writing, okay, the best artwork, but the marketing didn't work, okay? That doesn't mean the project was, quote, unquote, a failure, okay? Not across all the things you need to look at. So you need to know, well, which of the things worked and which didn't, okay? Right. Was it the writing? Was it the artwork? Was it the marketing? Okay, was it a little bit of each? But which way do you learn to keep on refining your product to make it better and better? Yes. And um, Rick Remender is one of the most successful comic book writers of modern times, okay? Um, his reimagining of the X-Men little title books. for somebody? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Writes a little title? Let's see, uh, X-Men uh, yeah. and every other book, <laughs> X-Men book that he's guiding has revived that the way it hasn't been revived for years and years. He recently started put, releasing online more than half a dozen of um, failed projects, okay? Pitches for projects that he gave to Marvel and got turned down. Uh, and these are something that he just came across recently over a period of years things that he pitched really hoping that they would get picked up by Marvel and they people at the time editors publisher just said no just no we don't want it right now he's not putting this out there to say to tell fans lobby Marvel for me to do these like he says I'm, I'm not interested in reviving these I don't want to do that at this point I'm just letting you know that you know these are ideas that I had in the past and not every idea gets accepted I put a lot of time and effort into these plans I had great plans for these to be you know to be great marvel series they all got rejected what did he do the next pitch and the next pitch and the yep. next pitch never given up oh and, and always moving forward that, i mean that's what you got to do you just I keep going after it and after it and after it. if this is what you love to do or even as a hobby keep you know moving forward taking those baby steps we're gonna make a shirt saying take those baby steps yeah, it really is important. Um, well, we're all baseball fans here, right? Not yeah. particularly, but okay. <laughs> but <laughs> I um, am okay. But um, Babe Ruth, the home run king, held a record for decades. Okay, of right. the most number of home runs in a season, also held the title for the most number of strikeouts. Hmm. Yep. Yep. So. Missed more than he hit. He missed more than he hit. Okay. Yes. Nobody remembers that. Oh. Nobody remembers that he missed more than he hit. Well, that doesn't look so good if you were, But back then the day, if you were there at the ballpark to see Babe Ruth, he missed more than he hit. But yes. when he hit it, he was swinging Ooh. the fences. Yeah. And when he made it, he made it. So, yeah, it's easy to say, well, just keep swinging for the fences. But that doesn't 
you know, tell you how to adjust your swing to make sure that you are having the best chance. You just can't swing blindly. You have to know, you have to practice what you're doing. You have to know not just your own creative skills, but what the market is looking for. If you're trying to get that out there and to be able to sell that. And that's, you know, what we're talking about, you've got to do multiple things. Um, Unless you're hired from the big guys, then you don't have to worry about any of this. But if you're doing this on your own, you've got to understand marketing. You got to understand building a fan base. You got to understand all aspects of processing and creating a comic book. So there's a lot to learn. I mean, it's sort of scary when you think about what all we're talking about and just creating a comic book. That could hold people back. Well, I don't know if I want to invest that much time. I don't know if I want to have to learn all those skills. You don't have to learn all those skills to start with. Just do what you want to do at the beginning. Then start researching the other stuff that need to be done and just take it one step at a time. And every time you do it, you're going to be successful and you're going to have failure in everything. And then you learn from the mistakes and then you're a little more successful next time. Nobody's the one. I mean, don't get me wrong. There is one hit wonders out there, but then there's these guys out here who the constantly. Ten, the 10 year overnight success. <laughs> yes, that's exactly where I was with. Yes. The ten-year overnight success guys, who uh, published on their own and published black and white comics, or published with small publishers, and next thing you know, they're writing for one of the big guys and become some of the biggest names in the industry. And they're like, "Wow, he just come around." No, you he came out of he came out of nowhere. Uh huh. He just oh, happened to be number, in Artist Alley for ten years. The number of come out of nowhere people that you and I met in Artist Alley when they were nowhere and would see them year after year. Okay. And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden, they're the, you know, um, Brian Michael Bendis is one of the mm-hmm. best examples. I mean, you know, talk to him year after year at a small indie table where he's pushing hard on his, you know, his independent books that he both wrote and drew. And he was a salesman. He was a huckster. He would bring people into the table to his energy. He was like, you got to come take a look at this. Okay. But that brought him to the attention of bigger publishers and bigger publishers. And then, but now he's, you know, one of the legends in business, but no, he started doing it all himself and, that's and not thing. just for a period of six months. No, no. The thing is though, he wrote and drew. Okay. Um, cause he wanted to produce, you know, wait on people. He knew what he wanted. When he, I remember the story, I think it was in an interview for sketch. He was hired at Marvel and he was all pumped because he's finally get to work at Marvel. And basically they hired him as a writer. We want you as a writer. You're a great writer. But so there again. I be an, but, I'm, but I'm an artist. I want to be an artist. Okay. Exactly. No. And I think it went pretty well for him, sticking on the writing but, and things. But that was actually a major failure for Brian, if you think about it. Okay, He yeah. really wanted to be the artist first. He's like, well be an artist i'll i'll write my own stuff okay right and mm-hmm. when marvel even when marvel hired him they kind of said well we're going to put your art on the back burner for a while and concentrate mm-hmm. on the writing okay well you know it's been you know a couple of decades yeah. of art yeah, being and... on the back burner okay but he became one of the most successful writers in comic book history yes. so but brian michael bendis future hall of famer okay one of the most successful people in the business failed artist Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, 
Now, his early artwork was not that bad. I've seen a lot worse, okay? And I've seen people at his level was published who 20 years later, if he would have stuck simply as an artist, you know, would have been an, an excellent artist, okay? Yes. But his better strength was in writing, okay? Yeah, his strong, and he went with his strengths. And, and that's what, he wouldn't have known it if he hadn't overcome his fears and put everything out on the table. And he, not for one year or two years, he did it for years and years. He put his writing and his art out on the table for building a fan base, for trying to build readers, trying to push projects, uh, maybe push properties. And then finally, he got picked up because of one single thing that he's really good at that people were seeing. That was his writing skills and his ability to tell stories. And I agree with him. He can tell some great stories. Not everything, but, you know, like everybody, I don't like everything they do, but I, I do like a lot of stuff he does. Now, another artist who's a time period is a friend of mine, David Mack, who his style was a little like Bendis's at the beginning. And now he does these beautiful watercolor pages and illustrations and, you know, David. So he yeah, stuck he's... with the art and has grown and developed and changed and modified and failed at certain things and changed it and modified it and now he's fantastic illustrator working with Neil Gaiman and stuff like that. So, Oh, yeah. He still does a lot of um, comic book covers, but he's one of the most respected fine artists in the business, you know, and doing a project for multiple um, different companies and um, individuals. But he took that in a totally different direction than when he started. So both Bendis and Mac failed at what they originally started. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about this. David Mack was originally wanted to be a comic book, you know, writer artist. Okay, right. he's not doing that. Did he fail at it? No, he did a really good job. But he was flexible enough to see his career change and evolve from his original trajectory. And the same thing with Bendis. So a lot of people, they're so rigid in what their plans are that they can't see the opportunities when they do arrive. Right, and I, I'm because sure, they don't want to change their plans. Right, I'm sure some artists, maybe maybe Brian thought, hey, if I can get this gig in writing, then I can get in with the art. I can, you know, eventually work my art into some of these, you know, larger publishers and stuff. But you just become a fantastic writer. Failure can be also when you don't take the opportunities that you do get. Yes, because you're too focused on your one simple single path and you're not flexible enough so you can yeah well the thing if brian's fear and he says no i want to do art we would never find out we would never have brian as a writer as as long as, as what he's worked on and everything so you know if he was fearful of taking that next step that he was he was committed to only doing the art and the writing together we wouldn't have had what he what we have now with brian yeah, so having okay. faith in your abilities is one thing, but also you need to know when, okay, to take input from other people and when to take opportunities as they arrive. Yes. Have a plan for what you want to do. The first thing is you need to enjoy what you're going to do. Just get real. If we're going to spend our spare time, you've got to enjoy it. You really do. Um, I, I enjoy all aspects of creating comics, everything from the writing to uh, I've inked, I've colored, actually I got recolored some pages, lettering, production, setting it up for printer. I love it all. It's all fun. It was all skills I learned because I decided I needed to be able to do it myself. So first you got to enjoy what you're doing. 
but you can't let possibility of failure or possibility of not being as successful as you preset yourself up to stop you. Just do it. No matter where you take it, whether you take it to a print comic or if you only do it as a digital comic or if you do it as an online comic or wherever you end up with this project, keep an open mind of what you can do with it and just enjoy what you're doing. So bring it back around to the topic of um, fear of fa failing. If you're enjoying what you're doing, all right, if you're in the moment, you're not failing. Okay. You're not afraid of failing because you're enjoying yourself. You're having fun. Having a goal is good, but if your yes. goal, okay, overwhelms your enjoyment, then you're never going to reach the goal. Exactly. So you have to stay in the moment and really enjoy it and enjoy it and keep trying new things. Welcome failure. Invite it, okay? Try coloring. Try lettering. Okay, if it doesn't work, hey, I learned something, okay? I learned that I, I'm terrible at lettering, but, you know, mm -hmm. but I have a better appreciation for the process, okay? And take some chances, but keep on having fun with it. We want to see the successes. So, you know, get over there and share it on Shoutfire's page or something. We want to see the baby steps you're taking. Sounds great. That's all the time we've got for today, Bob. Thanks again. Thank you, Bill.